Tom Ostergaard is with us. As I mentioned, of course, President and CEO of Creek Carrier Corporation. Hey, Tom, good morning. Good morning, Dave. How are you today? Doing great. Thanks for being with us here this morning. How's the weather in Louisiana today? Well, you know, it depends on what day. It was hellacious yesterday. It's beautiful today, and it's going to go back to um, yesterday's weather tomorrow. The South is really, really getting plummeted, uh, pummeled, I should say, with uh, bad springtime weather. Uh, of course, it's kind of a different situation for you guys. You get it winter and spring, so I guess, I guess we're one season ahead of you, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Well, good to be with you this morning, and great to talk to all the great truck drivers all across the country that dial in and listen to you every morning. Well, you know, Tom, um, uh, you know, uh, last time we talked, uh, we were there in Lincoln and uh, the great hospitality. In fact, I was we were talking about that uh, just the other day on the program. Um but uh, trucking, of course, has its laundry list of issues, uh, some large, some small, and sometimes the seemingly small things are, are more critical than, than others. The whole country is um, really concerned about our infrastructure, uh, the tragedy in Atlanta notwithstanding, but it kind of gives you an idea of how critical our infrastructure is, even though that was a... Uh, a man-made uh, catastrophe as opposed to a bridge just falling down, although we've seen that. It really uh, points out uh, if it happened here, if it happened there, if that happened in several places all at once. So how, how wow, how trucking would uh, be crippled and, and how the economy would, would be crippled. So what I'm getting at here, the long way around, and I apologize for that, is you kind of got to pick your battles and you kind of got to prioritize. And I would imagine there was quite a bit of discussion before the meeting in Washington with President Trump. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, Dave, what our group that came together actually was at the request of the um, administration, the um, transition team had really reached out to ATA and said, can you assemble a group of trucking representative, trucking CEOs, who can advise us on infrastructure issues, not just projects, but also the, the real challenge of how do you fund those projects. And so we've been meeting um, telephonically and, and in person several times, really since uh, early to mid-December, talking about this agenda and putting together our thoughts in preparation of, of the opportunity to not only uh, visit with the president, but other key leaders uh, in Congress and uh, within the administration on this very, very important issue, not only for the commerce of our country, which the highways and byways are such a vital part to, but also national security, that our infrastructure and our highway system, interstate highway system, is is really integral to our, our total country's well-being. You know, uh, there was a program, and I think it's in existence still in some way, of a Highway Watch program. Uh, when does that go back to, I guess, the um, early 2000s, if not the 90s? Um, and and to that you bring up uh, national security here, I think, is really critical because we don't hear about that much anymore in terms of trucking. Yeah, yeah. Well, it certainly is. And um, 
our drivers are such a vital part of that. When when you uh, years ago, shortly after 9/11, I think there was that that watch program where they just asked the drivers who were seeing what's going on out there just to be have a watchful eye and and bring to the attention anything that might be concerned. So, but you know, back to our visit with the president, which was just a truly a once in a lifetime opportunity, um, and such an honor for me to be there, not only representing our companies, Crete, Schaefer, and Hunt, but but the industry at large. And we had a a very diverse group of 10 CEOs and also, which I thought was very, very appropriate, members of the of the America's Road team, which were, frankly, they were the hit of the day um, in terms of uh, our time with the president. He was, he really gravitated towards and, and was uh, quite taken by the the outstanding professionals we had in the room with us representing all of the drivers in the industry. I, I was. I'm gonna. Uh, we'll, we'll kind of get into uh, maybe some of the nuts and bolts, if you will, of, of the uh, discussion and uh, some of the emphases and, and your takeaway, uh, and maybe uh, the takeaway of, of of the group at large, because you certainly know these folks and you you, uh, you you talk and have, as you say, have been kind of in this process since since December. But wow, you know, you see the. Um, in fact, a designated survivor is one of our t- favorite. TV shows right now. Uh, we've seen a lot of television, movies, three productions of the Oval Office. What is it? I mean, can you describe what it was like to actually be in the White House in that room? Well, it was it was just a, a thrill, and I've had the good fortunate to have been there uh, in the past with some prior administrations as well. But you know, our group gathered first on the south south lawn, the south portico of the White House, and it was a momentous day in that for the first time, two trucks were brought in, and so we had two trucks, uh, great photo ops there with with those trucks on the on the south lawn, and and I think a lot of you have seen them. The images of, of President Trump climbing in the truck, pulling the air horn, and, and really enjoying his time uh, in the truck. As a matter of fact, he did make a comment. Uh, he says, "If I wasn't the president, I think I'd be a truck driver." So um, it was it was a fun moment there on the South Lawn before we went into the White House just to to, to uh, share that with the president and and also Vice President Pence was there um, as well. So it was a, a great opportunity and just a great chance for our drivers to uh, showcase what they do did um you know when we talk to our listeners um we emphasize the fact that they need to establish a personal relationship with their representatives their congressmen um their senators both locally and and on a national basis because a lot of these folks are making decisions and um having a direct effect on folks' lives, but they really don't know trucking, and they shouldn't. Why should they know trucking? They may know that's a truck and that's a trailer, and and that pretty much is it, and they kind of equate the trucking industry slash lifestyle to other areas of the economy that they are familiar with. Uh, What sense did you get uh, from uh, the leadership there when you visited this time that they they had a good handle uh, if you will on on the industry and and what what was what really makes the industry tick mm-hmm. well, I think the ATA, the American Trucking Association and their leadership 
uh, did a great job of, of setting that stage and making sure they understood the uh, the key uh, statistics about how vital our industry is and how we truly do keep America moving. And uh, it, it is the the truck drivers who who keep America moving. Uh, anybody can buy a truck, anybody can buy a trailer, but it's, at the end of the day, it's the men and women behind the wheel that make the difference. And so I think the ATA did a great job of, of kind of giving some some bullet points and, and some high-level information that, that emphasized the importance of trucking industry to, to the economy and the country overall. So I, I do think, I know there was a tremendous amount of respect and appreciation that, that the president uh, showed and, and uh, and shared in some of his comments about the industry. So I think that message was was heard loud and clear. Trucking, and, and we talk about this quite a bit on the program, is, and I'll just go ahead and say one of the few areas now, maybe uh, 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 Internet uh, startup companies is probably another in a completely different arena. But trucking is one of the few areas where a person, one person can just start off by eventually buying one truck and wind up with a, a company with hundreds of trucks. Uh, in other words, it's a, the perfect opportunity for true entrepreneurship and one of the few that is left to the individual here. Um, was that at all brought up? In other words, because Trump himself is uh, is an entrepreneur, uh, of course, um, did, was there any kind of realization there in terms of how important it is to um, you know, business. Oh, absolutely, Dave. I mean, um, the the president did recognize the entrepreneurship. The you know that, that's really fundamental in our industry. Um, we had you know, representatives of FedEx and UPS at the, at the, from the largest size companies to smaller companies, and, and so it was a good cross section that showed that that um, our industry is is made up of of um, all types and sizes of companies. And and again, ultimately, it comes down to the driver. Uh, we can all have great companies, but at the end of the day, you got to have great drivers behind the wheel to make the difference and deliver that freight. So that's what the president took away. And what, one of the neat, neat moments, Dave, was when we did gather in the cabinet room, which was a thrill to be seated around the cabinet room. As I said later, we were at the board table of the uh, uh most powerful nation in the world sitting there uh, where all those decisions are made. And, and that was just a humbling experience. But as we all went around, after the president made some opening comments, at which time he did reiterate uh, the importance of the trucking industry, um, we all went around the room and introduced ourselves. And as each member of the road team introduced themselves, the president was just stunned at how many millions of miles these driven drivers have driven accident-free, and in many, many cases, without a ticket. And at each time, he paused and says, you've got to be kidding me. How, how do you drive three, four million accident-free miles, no tickets? He was truly uh, just stunned at, at the uh, uh accomplishments of those drivers. And that's what I was most taken by was how he identified with the drivers and, um, and, and they were the, they were the true stars of the, of the day with respect to carrying the banner for our industry. 
Well, you know, there were 12, well, as you know, there were 12 uh, road team members uh, there at the uh, meeting. In fact, I know some of those guys personally, and I, I know some of them are listening right now. But um, the, as the numbers break down, uh, it, within that 12, they are right at 30 million accident-free miles. That, 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 it is stunning. Yeah, yeah, it was, and 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 to that end, the president spoke. He says, "My gosh, how do you how do you do that on the on the roads as they exist today, given the, the not just the conditions of the road, but the congestion that we are faced with, and and all the issues that that creates." So he he recognized the the relationship between infrastructure and safety, and and how our drivers uh, do their job every day, and so that that again, I think was a was a great. A great moment when he, when he connected the dots, if you will, between the importance of infrastructure, safety, and uh, and delivering freight uh, for our country. Other than the folks in Atlanta, uh, who obviously are getting a real dose of uh, the importance of infrastructure now, and of course, as I say, that was a uh, act of arson, not a crumbling bridge uh, per se. Um, but it, it's it's great for the trucking industry to know what's going on, and we do. Uh, it's great for the administration to know what's going on. I think they do. But the general public, are, are we still kind of behind the eight ball? when it comes to making folks around the country truly understand what the stakes are here? Well, I think so. I mean, first of all, everybody, depending on where they live, they, they, they have their morning or, or evening frustrations as they commute to and from work and just the congestion issues. So I think it's it's multifaceted. It's not only the condition, the physical condition of our highways and bridges and the safety issues that that represents, but it's also a congestion issue that, that's probably felt a little more um, each day by people. But, you know, it's certainly a message we have to to continue to um, to preach and, and help people understand. And, uh, and ultimately, it's how are we going to pay for those projects um, when we do get them on the drawing board. Yeah, that's the thing. There are quite a number of uh, possible, um, at least partial solutions, and maybe if you cobble together two or three of those, we might um, we might um, you know see some kind of uh, uh, formula that that could put enough money and and. Uh, manpower behind that. But um, Peter DeFazio has come up with a pretty interesting idea in terms of selling bonds uh, to pay for uh, to roads, uh, raising half a trillion dollars, I think. Um, is every, Obviously, everything is on the table. How, and and I, I'm not going to ask you to go through these but um, are you guys looking, uh, along with the administration, at a number of solutions here, um, or does, is are we still kind of searching for some type of uh, of um, guidance? I guess. Well, I, I think there, like anything, there's always multiple solutions, multiple approaches that need to be be looked at, um, whether it be the the public private sort of partnerships that have been discussed um, to um, um, just the logical one r r related to fuel taxes. Um, you know, you can talk about 
issuing bonds, but ultimately you got to repay those bonds. And so what's going to be the source of revenue t- generated to, to pay a bond? And uh, so that that's the critical thing. We have to have a program that's sustainable for the long term. You know, there's lots of discussions about short-term sort of fixes, repatriation of, of uh, foreign dollars, et cetera. That may be a one-time shot in the arm. We need a long-term solution that's going to uh, carry us forward for decades to come. And, and so, you know, from the industry standpoint, we're a proponent. If used correctly, the fuel taxes is a true user fee um, that we uh, can collect based off of uh, the miles and r- driven um, to, to pay for the infrastructure that we all depend on. Tom Ostregard is with us. He's president and CEO of Creek Carrier Corporation. Uh, Tom, I want to thank you again for taking time to kind of give us a debriefing of the meeting last week there in Washington, D.C. Ten executives, 12 drivers uh, at the uh, at the White House. Um, besides, and, and of course, the emphasis and the reason for the meeting was uh, to, to point up uh, trucking's place in the economy, obviously, and then uh, the crisis that we're in, in, and I think that's a word that can be used safely here, our infrastructure crisis. Uh, Were there other things that were brought up? Were there any surprises in terms of maybe some of the questions uh, that you were asked? Well, one of the other issues, timing-wise, Dave, um, we were there on Thursday, the vote for the health care bill was scheduled to be that night. It was later postponed and then it ultimately pulled on Friday. So there was a fair amount of discussion about health care as well and the importance of health care. And we emphasized uh, very much to the president that affordable health care, a well-managed um, for our employees, for our drivers and their families is critical. And um, uh, so we, we did spend a fair amount of time just discussing health care and its importance to uh, to our industry and, and the country as well. At this point, um, are there any more uh, meetings kind of like this on the horizon? Uh, how much uh, will trucking be included in the process of coming up with some uh, infrastructure solutions? We're hopeful that when the agenda does come back more specifically to a infrastructure bill, that we will have another chance to to meet, if not with the president, at least other senior members of the administration, secretary of transportation, et cetera. But um, we're hopeful that the president will have us back. Um, he, he alluded to that, that when, when the agenda does turn to more specific infrastructure legislation, that, that he wanted our input. So we're, we're hopeful we'll have that opportunity. Indeed. Well, let us know if that happens, and we'll certainly uh, get on it. Sure. Well, Todd, I want to thank you so much for uh, sharing the experience with us. What did I leave out, though, before we uh, before we leave? You know, I think we I think we covered it all. It's just always a pleasure for me, Dave, to be on your show and and uh, just give a shout out to all the great drivers uh, out there on the road for all the companies, um, specifically our drivers, uh, the Crete, Schaefer, and Hunt. Um, we're always so proud of of the great job all truck drivers do in and uh, keeping this country going. So, and you do a great job of uh, uh, providing a show that that reaches out to them. So, thank you for the for all you do as well, Dave. Well, thank you for being part of it here as a sponsor. We greatly value our our relationship, Tom. And, hey, you're welcome all the time. Don't let uh, Tim Ashaw be here all the time. (laughs) All right. 
Take care. Just kidding, of course. So we'll uh, probably see Tim next month. Tom Ostergaard, everybody. Tom is the president and CEO of Creek Carrier. I just want to take a moment, though, uh, before we go into news and weather, to um, read the list of uh, the folks who were there, uh, the drivers who were there. Steve Fields out of Independence, Missouri with YRC, Ralph Garcia, Albuquerque with ABF, Dave Green, Hot Springs, Arkansas with Werner, Rhonda Hartman out of Des Moines, Old Dominion, uh, John Lex out of Monroe, Georgia with Walmart, David Livingston with TCW, he's out of Springfield, Georgia, Don Logan from Eskridge, Kansas with FedEx, uh, Charlton Paul Jr., Chester, New York, UPS. Russell Simpson, South Vienna, Ohio, with Holland. Todd Stein with Carbon Express. Todd's out of Altoona. Uh, Barney Earl Taylor from Orlando with Penske. And Derek Whittled out of Fielddale, Virginia, with Cargo Transporters. And our good friend Kevin Birch was there as well. He is the uh, chairman of the ATA. Um, you know what? Might as well mention the... Uh, the, the uh, CEOs that were there as well, Jim Berg, uh, James Berg Trucking, Dave Congdon with Old Dominion, Mike Ducker with uh, FedEx, Eric Fuller, U.S. Express, Neil Kedzie with Wisconsin Motor Carriers Association. Neil's been with us on the program on our uh, our old uh, State of Trucking series. Rich McCardle, UPS Dennis Nash with the Kennan Advantage Group, and of course Tom Ostergaard, uh, Crete, and John Smith with CRST. Uh, we'll take a real quick break right here, and we'll be right back. 